Welcome back to another episode of Rob and Darren Made a Podcast, the not-so-serious movie review show where the opinions are often chalk and cheese. I'm the chalk and he's the cheese. Uh, our very own friendly neighbourhood monotone, Matt, picks the films we watch each week and we work our way from A to Z. All films selected must be available on either Amazon Prime, Disney Plus or Netflix, and they can't be movies that Darren and myself have previously seen. There will be spoilers in this episode. So coming up, we have the latest movie news with our Hollywood reporter, Darren. Uh, we have our five question quiz. And this week we share our thoughts on the 2012 film Jack Reacher. Produced and starring Tom Cruise, a homicide investigator digs deeper into a case involving a trained military sniper who shot five random victims. Darren, welcome back. Um, when you said not so serious, I pictured in my head or heard in my head the Joker saying it. By uh, um, Heath Ledger's Joker saying it. Oh, yeah. Not so serious. Let's Love put a smile on that face, folks. <laughs> it's the wrong Joker. Anyway, <laughs> that, that, that's goofy. That's goofy. Yeah. Goofy played the Joker? No, I'm picturing the goofy dressed as Joker now. Batman. Yeah. Shall we uh, hear what we've been <laughs> listening to then this week? Yeah, We've been watching even. Here we go. listening to that a little bit <laughs> not a fan then nope didn't like it so what were we watching what was this called okay. jack reach around jack reach for the sky jack, jack treacherous just jack reacher jack really this film sucks i don't what's <laughs> what was it called really? jack should keep Why? running up that hill with jill or oh, jack Honestly, reach for a bucket because a i'm about opening sequence Jack reach for a bucket because I'm about to chunder. Oh crikey! Oh crikey! <laughs> Not a fan. Okay, you were saying about the the intro. 
Well, surely it, it must have grabbed you. The intro was amazing. The opening sequence um, with the sniper. Just amazing. You see him setting it up. You see him making the bullets, um, preparing for it all. Then you see him put the money in the parking meter, which at the time I thought that was a bit odd, and then becomes completely obvious as to why right at the end. Um, it gets scary. It's brilliantly done when you see the um, his view through the scope of the rifle. And he's it just I just thought it was brilliant. It just grabbed you and pulled you straight in there and then. And from that point on, I was absolutely hooked. Well, I do agree I with you. I really, really enjoyed it. About the beginning of the film. For me, the cinematography, it reminded me of Vince Gilligan of Breaking Bad fame, especially with the close-ups of the bullets, as you say, and the shotgun maintenance. Uh when we got to the car park, it did feel very Christopher Nolan Dark Knight to me. I think that might have been to do with the white vans and the spiral staircase. Yeah, at the beginning, the music is intense and foreboding. Yeah. But when the sniper is in his position, it goes quiet. And I thought that was a really good uh, good move to have that well, almost zen-like feel to it. Is it almost 10 minutes without any speaking or any, any lines or anything said? That but might be why it was my favourite part. There in the car park. It was brilliant. It was so good, that opening bit. Well, I think obviously he enjoys so killing people. Did it go downhill? Uh, I'll get to that. Sorry, uh, say that again. I'll get to that. Uh, yeah, he, right. he, the sniper. He obviously enjoys killing people. He's self-assured, but he fires some shots without properly aiming. He is ruthless, or some might say fair, because he doesn't care if you're a man or a woman or even a child. I mean, the film doesn't show that, but the suggestion is punctuated by a gun, a gunshot. So it's a safe assumption. But. Yeah. As the movie goes on for me, I got really tired of the overplayed movie trope that really gets on my nerves. You know the one I'm talking about. Um, Jack Reacher shames Sandy in the bar for being what he believes to be sexual promiscuity. He calls her multiple derogatory terms. He seems actually misogynistic. He has no grounds to assume anything purely based on her gender, and he does anyway. I don't like that thing anymore. It bores no. the pants off me. I don't. I don't agree with that. I. I think he knew exactly what she was, and he was doing it. Doing it to wind her up to get the guys over. Ah, well, that's, that's the good thing about this podcast because he, he'd already seen her. He'd seen her, hadn't he? Sort of talking to another guy. He'd seen her in the background amongst the crowd of people, and then all of a sudden she comes over and sits down with him. And I think at that exactly at that point, because of who he was and what was going on and what he was doing, I think he knew that those people were out to get him. So he just antagonised her to get the whole group of people over before they just met him outside. Because her whole point was to get her outside, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Mm. That was what she was there for, to take her out, to take him outside, get him in his car, get him back to hers. And as they got outside, they were going to jump on him, weren't they? But they but still used a woman as bait. That. He figured that out. Well, yeah, but that, that wasn't him. That was them. Uh, I'm talking about the film they, in they, general. They used her as bait before. The film used her uh, as bait. Well, well, yeah, but... Because later on, we find out that her purpose, as you're alluding to, was for him to pervert, be a pervert to, on her. Is that how you say that? To perv on her. They wanted to believe that well, yeah, not really. Jack Reacher was a pervert. To, yeah, to a point. That's what she because ex she exclusively thing. says that when he goes to visit her at her work, she says to him, "They were hoping you'd be a perv." Well, yeah, but that's part of the story, isn't it? That was the way to get him yeah. out. Get um, him outside. Anyway, but I think he Michael that out, and they called him all over. I think Michael Sorry, Bay would be proud of this one, and that's really? that's not a compliment. 
Let's let's oh, run okay. through this. White American hero. Okay. Check. Attractive damsel in distress that adheres to the male gaze. Check. Foreign Bond-like villain. Check. Gratuitous car chase. Check. Cheesy one-liners. Brilliant car chase. Check. It just needed big explosions to complete the set. I think you've described like 75% of movies. Oh, yeah, that, that's a sad Michael thing Bay, in itself. Michael Bay or not. That's true. Although I do feel like Tom Cruise made this movie so that Tom Cruise could use it as a mirror whilst poaching the egg, shaking hands with the milkman, marching the penguin, polishing the banister, petting the cat, lone rangering, boxing the one-eyed champ, celebrating Palm Sunday, nulling the void, visiting the safety deposit box, orbiting Venus, finding Nemo, cuffing the carrot, cooking cucumbers, dialing the rotary phone, taking the self-guided tour, playing five-on-one, making waffles, downstairs DJ, turning on the sprinklers, shucking the corn, softening the peach, spearing the bearded clam, paddling the pink canoe, scratching Yoda behind the ears, trolling the Bermuda Triangle, what are you going on about? taking selfies at the bean, dotting the eye, burping the worm, tapping into your potential, giving yourself a hand, do you get it yet? Rotating the drive head, I'm, st- I'm uh, yeah, I get it. I just have no idea where it's coming from. I've, did you watch a completely different movie to me? <laughs> that's what that's what makes this podcast. That's what makes this podcast so great. You're either going to be leaning towards the way I think about the film, or you're going to lean towards the way Darren thinks about the film, or you might find yourself somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but why do you think that? Because why do you think that? Because he produced the film, and he always makes himself the hero. Yeah, but that's what Tom Cruise is. My, he's always been in every film he's ever been in, whether he produces it or not. My favourite Tom Cruise performance is in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> right at the end. Yeah, that's really? my favourite performance of his. Yeah, but he's great in things like... I love him in Top Gun. I love I'm him in Days so, of Thunder and stuff like that I'm as well. I'm so but, tired of watching this American guy be the hero. Be a dickhead. But that's... Don't don't have a go at Tom Cruise. Have a go at American movies because that's you again. You're exp- you're you're describing the majority of American movies. White man hero. It's only recently that you know, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier has made a great thing about uh, Sam being a black hero, because generally there aren't many black heroes out there. You're, you're you you can't be offended by this film because of that. I'm not offended by the film. film. I'm offended by Tom Cruise. Well then. You, if you're offended by Tom Cruise, you need to be offended by who? Any white male that's played a hero, The Rock, for example, in all the Rock films, or you you've know, just triggered so many character. people there. You well, just described him as white, coloured actor. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's any any man that has been a character throughout and played it the same. Do you feel the same way about um, Chris Evans and Captain America? Chris Evans has played thing. a dick. He's been a he's been a bad person. Yeah. So, so is Tom Cruise. I just I can't not see him jumping on that couch <laughs> and Oprah going, oh, "I'm in love, I'm in love." He just, oh, don't like him. What about in Jack? Uh, not in Jack Reacher. This was Jack Reacher. What about <laughs> in? Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the film now. Where the, the famous line, "Show me the money." What's that one? Oh, is it Mickey Blue Eyes or something Batman. like that? No, about American Bugsy Malone, not Bugsy Malone. What's it called? Bucky O'Hare. 
Biker Mice from Mars? <laughs> no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, no not those. Absolutely no. You, you... <laughs> uh, something Maguire, like isn't you're it? offended by this film because it's Tom Cruise. If somebody else had been in this film in Tom Cruise's position, then would you have liked it? No, the film was naff. If Tom Cruise wasn't the hero and wasn't directing it, would you have liked the film? If it had the same narrative, no. The first 10 minutes, fantastic. Yeah, okay, I'm, th- I'm getting face-off vibes here. I'm getting Breaking Bad vibes. I'm getting... Um, <laughs> Dark Knight vibes, and then I'm getting Jamie Miami Vice vibes, and it's just boring. It's, no, I didn't like it. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Each to their own. I and loved it. Why did you love it? Because it's just, just a decent action film with good sequences, good car chases. The, the beginning was good, and it hooked me in. It's kind of a... Like a... Um, how am I trying to describe this? Finding out why. Do, doing, Trying to make sure that the right guy gets put down, not the wrong guy gets put down. The, a good bit of investigating. It's some good fight scenes. He's a badass. Um, you know, some, some comedy in it. With um, when um, uh, Duval gets involved towards the end, he has a couple of classic great liners and, and adds a bit. To, I just thought it was great. Like, it was just another one of those films that I was absolutely hooked on, and I didn't, I didn't pick up my phone once. I didn't get bored. I was hooked on the film, and it wasn't too long either. I liked that. It was only about just under an hour. Uh, just, sorry, just under two hours, wasn't it? About an hour and forty-five minutes. It did what it had to do. It got it done, and it was brilliant. I, th- I thought it was brilliant. It was quite. There was some tasteful parts as well. I thought they were really good with the sniper at the beginning. Um, they tastefully never showed the nanny getting shot while she was carrying the kid. I thought that was really well done. Um, a couple of funny things, like when he's in the house and these two guys try and beat him up with baseball bats. Oh, absolutely useless. And I just thought that, that was really bit. funny, really well done. That was great comedy. It reminded me just, just... of the villains from Home Alone, for God's sake. <laughs> they were that clumsy. One of them falls down the stairs. It's just a bit of... Yeah, light-hearted fun. It was brilliant. Then there was the thing with Helen. There was, did, did you ever think Helen was going to turn? Because right at the end there, I started to think that Helen might have been in on it. So mm. there was that bit of drama that you were never sure, will she, won't she? You know, even after he'd shot the cop, I still wasn't sure that Helen might not have turned and also been part of the the baddies, as it were. I thought it was great. Well, I think we should give props to Matt. Because I don't recall a film that has divided us so passionately. And we reviewed... The... I've forgotten the name of that film already now. There is one. <laughs> What's that film called again? <laughs> the Dark Tower. Yeah. The Even Dark The Dark Tower, Tower I didn't... You hated and I loved. Yeah, we weren't this passionately opposed in our views on it. No, I think you're right. Uh, shall we hear from our but, but, so yeah, so yeah. reporter? Where is he? Come here, Matt. Where are you? Hello Rob, hello Rob, hope you're both doing well and keeping safe. So this week you watched the 2012 film Jack Reacher, which is available on Netflix, starring the tiny, tiny, tiny Tom Cruise. And it got me thinking, so some people aren't the massive fans of Tom Cruise, for whatever reason it is. Um, maybe it's because he's a bit strange. Obviously the Scientologist doesn't really help, does it either, to be honest. I forgot about that. Um, and it was making me thinking, if you could recast... 
the lead role for Jack Reacher. Who would you cast and why? Yeah, so that's my cue for this week. Hope you're both good, and I'm sure I'll speak to you soon. Oh, okay. sorry, hang on, hang on, hang on. So that's the Robin Darren. Robin Darren, sorry, sorry. It's a bit frustrating when someone doesn't get your name right, does it? Even though you spoke to them numerous amounts of times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, again, love you both. Hope you're doing well. Speak to you soon. Uh, that's the first time I heard that. So I cheers, <laughs> cheers Rob. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, I didn't know who was going to ask that purpose. question. <laughs> it's basically what you asked me a moment ago. Who would I, in not so many words, who would I recast? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would put Nicholas Holt in the role. Who? Who? He plays Beast in the X Men movies. Who's Nicholas Holt? He plays Beast in the X Men movies, and he was oh, in—he right. was the kid from About a Boy. Nick, if you say so. And Nick he plays um, no idea. the main zombie guy in Warm Bodies, which is great. Not seen that, obviously. Okay. Nicholas Holt. Right, I'm going to look him up. So, do you, do you not think that somebody like Chris Evans might also have been decent in that role? Chris Evans was decent in Knives Out. If it's, if he had this oh, material, it'd be Knives rubbish. Yeah. It'd still be rubbish. If you okay. look, I mentioned last week um, watching I Care A Lot. I wish I'd have watched that instead of, or reviewed that instead of whatever last week's film was, Ides of March. Um, Rosamund Pike has so much better material to work with in I Care A Lot than she does in this film. This film is a weak portrayal of a woman. I, th- I think you're a bit harsh there. I just, just the whole film was about Jack, really. Should we do the news it's, next? It's the whole film was written about Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the news is on the way after this. You're listening to Team Rab Up. <laughs> this episode of Rob and Darren Made a Podcast is sponsored by Rob's Cycle Challenge. In April, I'm cycling 300 miles, raising money for Cancer Research UK, Diabetes UK, and the British Heart Foundation. If everyone sponsored at least £1 to the charity of your choice, you'd be really making a difference. Head over to Team Radmap on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for more information. Diabetes is relentless. It can take over your life. Every hour, every day. Others can't see it, don't understand it, but you can feel it, especially right now. Someone is diagnosed with diabetes every two minutes. It causes thousands of heart attacks, strokes, and amputations every week. And it's growing. At Diabetes UK, we're here for everyone affected by diabetes. We're leading the way to a world where diabetes can do no harm. When diabetes leaves you with more questions, our research is finding new answers. The time you give, the money you raise, the stories you share, 
will get us there sooner. Diabetes is relentless. Together, so are we. Hey, Cancer. You make me sick. Took my mom. Cancer. Are you scared? You should be. I laugh in your stupid face. Cancer, you prat. You mess with her. You mess with all of us. So I said, ears are rubbish. The heart's best. Think, if you didn't have your heart, you'd be dead, right? And it's connected to loads of other stuff because of your veins and that. My granddad's got dementia, which I thought was just something to do with the brain. But Dad says it's vascular, so that's blood too. Also, my heart was broken when I was born, so I care about it more. But it's mended now. I can feel it inside my chest. I can feel my tummy rumbling too, but that's because I'm hungry. Welcome back to Rob and Darren Made a Podcast. It's time for the news. Right, so we're coming off the back of Oscars week. So I've got a couple of Oscars-related news stories for you. I've got um, another news story that is going to be right up your street, Rob, as well. But um, I'm going to start with the Oscars. Um, so Netflix was a big winner. Netflix won seven Oscars and it had the biggest haul amongst all studios this year. Uh, the streamer failed to grab the big prize with the best picture category and it came up empty in the acting categories. However, it had wins for Mank, the most nominated film this year with 10 nods for cinematography and production design. Uh, next up was Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao becomes the second woman in history to win Oscars for best director. For the first time in more than a decade, and only the second time in history, a woman has won the Oscar for Best Director. Chloe Zhao on Sunday night took home the Academy Award for Best Director of Nomadland, which was the biggest winner across the Oscars. Um, a sleeping drama about a widow in her 60s, Frances McDormand, who travels the western United States in a van after losing a job in the Great Recession. Uh, McDormand also won Best Actress for that. And um, Anthony Hopkins was another winner, and he won the Best Actor. Uh, one for you now, Rob. Lynn Manuel Miranda's animated musical movie Vivo moves to Netflix. Vivo, oh, yeah. an animated movie that boasts new music from Hamilton creator Lynn Manuel Miranda, is oh, coming yeah. to Netflix. The family friendly film was initially scheduled to be released in theatres on the 4th of June, but Sony Pictures, the studio that originally backed Vivo, has instead offloaded the project to Netflix. It's unclear when it will debut on the streaming service. Happy days! So that's my three news mentioned i thought i saw that one i thought i must put that in for rob yeah um, we've got a few birthdays coming up next week or this coming week as well so um, we've got will arnett or will arnett 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 yeah batman um, plays the batman in the lego batman yeah yeah um, amongst other things he's gonna be 50 Blimey. lance henriksen in aliens amongst other things he's the big 8-0 this week he's gonna be 80 um, michael palin 77 coming up this week Obviously well known for Monty Python. 
Um, and Richard E. Grant as well, 63 this week. Famous for uh, With Nail. With Nail and I, easy for me to say. Um, amongst other things as well. So that's, that's your news. I think that's the news, yeah? I feel like there should be some kind of at the end there. Anyway, if you like that bed or the music you just heard, that's by accomplished producer Imperial. His music is a pastiche of samples, drums, melodies, chops and bricks masterfully crafted to encapsulate everything that's good about this thing called life. Uh, you can find him at imperialbeats.co.uk. Is there any more news, Darren? Or is that, are we done with news? No, that's it. That's it. We've done the birthdays. We've done. We got one in for Lin Manuel, especially for you. Yours, um, Lin Manuel Miranda. Miranda. You have to announce him. <laughs> Lin Manuel. <laughs> I'd like to know when this film's coming out. Why can't they just tell me? Yeah. So it was. There's nothing been scheduled as yet. It uh, should have been out on the fourth of June, but nothing scheduled as yet as to when it will be out on Netflix. But there's one for you to look out for. Yeah. I hope it's not like a proper Disney film where it's just really sad at the beginning. I watched Up Again the other day. Oh, uh, that's the one with all the balloons, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's just really the sad. Old man, that looks like um, Captain America. Yeah, uh, he looks like. Did you see the that new Captain America? Yeah, or not the new Captain America, the old new Captain yeah. America, <laughs> the US agent yeah. Captain America. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. What US are we? Agent. What are we supposed to do now on Fridays? Well, a couple of weeks, and then it'd be Loki, wouldn't it? Couple of weeks. That's June. He's. Is it June or is it May? I thought it's June. No, it's June, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, yeah, all right. About six weeks and then it's Loki. What am I supposed to do with my time now? So, um, uh, you could watch some Tom Cruise films. Uh, you could rewatch The Dark Tower. Oh, God. Watch enough of them and you'll start liking them. There's a thing for that, isn't there? There's a name for that. Speak. What's that? Yeah, like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of watching things, right, okay, right. When you watch a film now, any film... <laughs> you're, you're turning you into... Um, yourself watching the... Sorry, go on. I was going to say you're turning go into the, um, the old guy from Strictly Come Dancing. Old guy? Oh, what was his name? We... Really famous old guy Lynn, with a moustache. The judge? He's, no, he's dead. Famous old guy with a moustache? Yeah. Oh, Bruce Forsyth. Bruce Forsyth, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that noise is. Uh, here's an inside joke for you. Um, whenever I would go around to Matt's and play video games, he'd stick out his chin and his mum would call him Bruce Forsyth. Oh, lovely. Matt, you're so welcome for me sharing that. Calling him... <laughs> I've got another name to call him. Instead of Rob, I can start calling him Brucey. <laughs> if you remember Brucey, I mean, that, anyway. that'd be great. At least there'd be some differentiation. Brucey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, do you find so when you whenever you watch a film, any film, whatever film it is, do you watch yourself watching the credits just in case there is a post-credit scene that we've never known about? Because I, um, I have started doing that with every film I'm watching. I think the first time I was aware of post-credit scenes were the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I remember I going to see um, on Strange was it on Stranger Tides possibly at the cinema, and Matt and I went with some friends and. They were like, we should stay. We're like, why would we stay? Well, well, did you not stay for the last one? I'm like, no. Uh, what about the dog in the crown then? Well, uh, I don't know. So, yeah, that 
But I don't stage around too often credits, unless it's Marvel. Yeah, you've got to be Marvel. See, there wasn't anything here. I was watching uh, X-Men Last Stand last night, and that had one. I didn't realise that had one, but that's got one right at the very end. Hmm. What's at the end of that? So, um, yeah, I, I keep doing it with any film. Whatever the film is, no matter how rubbish it is or old it is or whatever it is, I'm like, oh, there might be something. There might be something. <laughs> Does that make me sad? That's all right to be sad. It's okay. Um... I want to talk about the male gaze theory because I don't know if you know anything about this. Nope. And why I think it's relevant to this film. Okay. Okay. So I'm just putting out a theory before you go on the attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The oh, male... predictable. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I've known you for a long time. I know how you might react, but I'm just going to read it out. Okay. And it's three paragraphs I've got to read to you. And when I've read it, you can let me know what you think and see if you can spot any of this in the film. Okay? Okay. You ready? Here we go. The male gaze theory, in a nutshell, is where women in the media are viewed from the eyes of a heterosexual man and that these women are represented as passive objects of male desire. Audiences are forced to view women from the point of view of a heterosexual male, even if they are a heterosexual woman or a homosexual man. From the perspective, uh, from the feminist perspective, this theory can be viewed in three ways. How men look at women, how women look at themselves, and finally, how women look at other women. Typical examples of the male gaze include medium close-up shots of women from over a man's shoulder, shots that pan and fixate on a woman's body, and scenes that frequently occur which show a man actively observing a passive woman. Coined by Laura Mulvey, a feminist film theorist based, uh, best known for her essay on visual pleasure and narrative cinema, her theories are influenced by the likes of Sigmund Freud and Jacques Lacan, whilst also including psychoanalysis and feminism in her works. Does any of that for you ring true in this film? A tiny bit, maybe. But does it not ring true in a lot of films, some of it? I'm not saying it's not exclusive to this film by no by any stretch. No, it does it goes beyond this film, but I just wanted to bring this up because it's something I've mentioned before, but I've not really touched on it too much. I mean it's not there's not your there's not your obvious glamorous damsel in distress type thing here, really, is there? Are you saying she's not obviously a damsel in distress or she's not obviously glamorous? She's not obviously glamorous, is You she? don't think so? No, she's just a... To clarify, the, we're the, talking this... about Rosamund Pike's character, yeah. Helen Ronan, yeah? But she's she's not there as the... Um, she's not there as the eye candy for Jack Reacher, is she? she? She's You know, it's not like a Bond film where Bond would try and sleep with her at some point. There's none of that and intimated at any point throughout this film at all, which is also what I quite liked about it. it um... But yes, she's she's a woman and she gets kidnapped and he saves her. But it's not. It's again. I think it's done quite tastefully. I don't think it makes her out necessarily to be weak, a weak female, like like some of them are in other films. I tell you where she's a really strong female character. She's a very good actress. So I'll give I that. care a lot. Yeah. Good. Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Okay, you should not watch yet. it. Uh, I'm just going to ask you some of these questions to see if um, any of this makes sense. Are you a heterosexual man? Yes. 
I did, hate it when people ask me that because I'm always worried I'm going to answer it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, did you? What was your first reaction when you saw Rosamund Pike's character? Did you think, or was it just another character in a film to you? No. No, just another character in a film. I thought, oh, look, there's Rosamund Pike. She was in Bond and she was in Gone Girl. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, but can you see why many people or many heterosexual men outside of the movie watching the movie might have seen her as an object of male desire? Well, yeah. But that would again that would that would ring true in any film with any woman. Some some men will find women attractive that others won't. And to me, and and she again like I say she wasn't really the object of sexual desire for Jack Reacher either, was she? But we're she not just talking about Jack Reacher. We're talking film. about people watching the movie. Well, no, yeah. Um, well, yeah, but obviously that's what she's there for. Somebody thinks she's attractive, so she's the eye candy essentially. And there you go. It just wasn't the eye candy for me. Male gaze theory confirmed. But then isn't there not a female gaze theory? Would women watch that film just for Tom Cruise? Well, we don't have any women on the show to answer that question, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. I mean, if it's they do, I, I'd love man, to hear from any woman that's going... Looking at Tom Cruise going, Oh, I'd take him home for a lamb dinner. Well, I wouldn't. I'm vegetarian. He can have tofu. <laughs> there's always two sides to a story. If there's a male gaze theory, there's got to be a female gaze theory. If you can find female gaze theory, bring it back to the show next week and I'd love to talk to you about it. But first, we want to oh, send what's... our thanks to Junior. Yeah, we want to thank Junior for their track Maria off the album Junior Land. Uh, they're a free piece. Well, 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 blah, 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 blah. No, your ears are not deceiving you. I just <laughs> lost my tongue completely there. They're a free piece band from Wales. You can find their music at musicofjunioland.com. Go buy their merch. Go buy their vinyls. Go buy their CDs and tapes if they make them. I mean, because tapes came back for a while, don't they? Don't really know why. I mean, who's got a cassette tape player these days? Have you? No, don't think I have. I'm so glad you answered that, and you weren't. Like, you didn't think I was just giving it out to the, the audience or, the, or anyone listening. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure I haven't anymore. Should we do the quiz? Do you fancy a quiz? Test your knowledge on. Uh, Let's do a quiz on here. Yes. Let's uh, stumble down the page so I can find the question we're going to ask you. But there we go. I've got the questions. As I was watching this film. As I was watching this film this week, I was noting down the odd thing. I'm thinking, oh, that that could be a, that could be an answer to a quiz question. I bet none of them are. I bet I bet the words I've written down or the <laughs> phrase I've written down have nothing to do with the quiz. This might be your first zero <laughs> score. Hey, let's find out. It's been a really busy week, and I haven't really had time to prepare the quiz. So I did this like five minutes before we came on. Uh, <laughs> here comes the quiz. Welcome to Team Radmap, and this is the quiz on Jack Reacher. Contestant number one, what's your name and where are you from? My name is Darren, and I'm from around. I'm not a round. Don't I'm be square. Around. Be around. Step in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Are you ready for question number one? You're going to win some smugness and an all-inclusive trip to the yes. Isle of Superior Knowledge if you answer all five correctly. And I don't have oh, any hope for you this week. On. No hope for you this week. I'm really, sorry. Thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. Okay. I'll, I'll be happy if I get one then. I hope you do, but I've got you down for zero here. <laughs> okay. Right. Here we go. What year did Jack Reacher come out? The film? Yeah, we're not talking about sexuality. Oh, I didn't... Move on from that. <laughs> what year did Jack Reacher come yeah. out? I did say at the beginning oh, of the film. God. I mean, podcast. Uh, I wasn't necessarily listening. Uh, How dare I you? I don't know. 2013. 2013. Oh, no! <laughs> you said 2013, yeah? Yeah. That's one year out. It was 2012. That, so close. that was the year I went to uni, and it's also the year of the London Olympics. Yeah. Fun fact for you. I should have stalled for time a bit longer and had a look on IMDb, shouldn't I? No, 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 no cheating. <laughs> okay. Um, question two. Name the baseball yep. stadium we see in the movie. Yes. This is one of the words I wrote down. PNC Park. Yes, that is correct. It is <laughs> based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's the fifth home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, the city's major league baseball team. All right, okay. You've outdone yourself for me. You got one. <laughs> All right, one Chris. Of the first things we see in the film as well. Yep. I like that it's a pirate. It's, they're named the Pirates and they're next to the river. Yeah. I like that, anyway. Um, yeah. Question number three. Okay, I'll take the nearest you can get to this as the correct answer, because okay. I don't think you'll be spot on. Um, what budget did this film have? Great. Um, God, I wouldn't even know what to relate it to. Have a stab in the dark. Uh, a few million. Um, let's say... I mean, what film doesn't have a few million Probably. these days? <laughs> I'll give you three attempts to get close to the 60 answer. 60 million. What did you say? 60 million. 60 million. That was bang on. What was that close? You, you were bang on. <laughs> what? It was $60 million <laughs> for that hunk of rubbish. Wow. Yeah. Bang on. Rubbish. You got two. There you go. Two out of five. Jeez. <laughs> Where did this come from? I'm going to buy a lottery ticket tonight. <laughs> Okay, number four. Number four. What role did Jack Reacher have in the military? Oh, he was... Oh! We're running out of time! Military police. That is correct. He was... Yes, that's three. ...ex-military police. Okay, I, I, I jinxed myself by saying you were going to do rubbish. <laughs> you didn't do rubbish at all. You did, didn't you? You did quite well. Too well, if you ask me. Someone's on Google, aren't they? Actually, it's you. You're probably not. You're probably still trying to log into Beagle or something. I don't know. <laughs> you, do, you don't know what Beagle no. is, do you? Do you? No. <laughs> it's, no. It's, an, it's an out-of-date social media like MySpace. All <laughs> uh, right. My book, Face House. 
things like that. Do you remember the first web browser you ever used? No. Oh, no. You don't know? Okay. My first browser was AltaVista. I could pass. Uh, that wasn't one of the questions. Oh, I was just, I was just asking generally. I mean, we've still got one question left. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just a bonus question. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, can you recite the strap line on the poster? Jack, on the poster? Yeah. I've not seen the bloody poster. <laughs> um, do you not do your research like I do every week? Post. No. No. What? Okay, uh, what would you like I'm his... Get... No, I haven't got a clue. What do you think Jack Reacher would say? I mean, if you could make it up, what would he? What would be his catchphrase? Like Robocop has, your move, creep. Right? What, <laughs> what would Jack know. Reacher's if, be? If you've done wrong, I'm going to get you. I don't know. That's too British. I don't know. If you've done wrong, I'm going to phone my local <laughs> MP. <laughs> Yes, this is 999. Ring that, call the police and ask them to look into it. You can expect an angry response in two to three business days. <laughs> okay, so it's a no for you, yeah? Oh, no! That's Jack Reacher 3, isn't it? Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, Jack Reacher 3 is entitled... Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no! We should get to the last question. I mean, you you might get four out of five. Who knows? Oh, I just did that. Did I, what am I doing? <laughs> Sorry, I collapsed in my brain there. Like, <laughs> I already did that. <laughs> that was the, that was the quiz. The it's done. On the poster is. It, the, 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 I haven't said that, mm. have I? That's the bit I haven't said. <laughs> no. The strap line reads, The law has limits. He does not. Okay. Cheesy like one-liner confirmed. Okay. Tack, tacky. Yeah, a yeah. little bit, maybe. Still, I'll tell you what, I am going to watch Jack Reacher 2 never go back in the next couple of days. I really am. I really, really enjoy that first film. I do like that about this podcast, that you love things and I love things and they're all completely different. And occasionally we meet in the middle and go, you know what? We like this film. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this is what I mean. This is what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. The different tastes and likes. It will be more unusual, I think, for us to both like a film. It'd be boring, wouldn't it? I think it? there'll be a lot more... It would be boring, but I think there'll be a lot more... Um, uh, op opposing op uh, opposing opinions about the films as opposed to yeah we both loved it. There's too many P's in that sentence for you to get Which your tongue out properly. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we uh, have a gander as to what we are watching next time? Indeed so then, for really. next week with the letter K, you're going to be watching the 1982 film The King of Comedy, starring Robert De Niro, legend. Um, that's going to be available on Amazon Prime and I hope you both enjoy it speak to you soon he's such a flirty boy isn't he thanks Bruce <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hello Matt king of comedy yeah Bru Brucey Brucey <laughs> no, I just think of the shark from Finding Nemo so if he manages to pick a film though that we both like will that be a Brucey bonus <laughs> Yes, it will, Jimmy go. Carr. That's, that's about <laughs> one of Brucey jokes I know. <laughs> I want Matt to do a pose, oh, a Brucey pose, you know, the classic ones with his arms up and down. I want him to what? take a picture what? of that and put it on oh, social the media. Oh, the Brucey pose. Yeah, the Brucey pose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Nice to see you, to see you. Nice. It's not a bad impression. You sound like um, a famous impersonator, impressionist. John Cusack, <laughs> is that his name? That's no, not John Cusack. That's the guy John from... something. No, John Cusack. John Sargent? No. Um, could, possibly could be. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, so it can't be any worse than any of the impressions I've done on previous podcasts, let's be honest. Matt said you did a really good impression, but then you're like, I didn't do an impression, that was just me. I didn't say anything. I, yeah, I, I listened back and I still can't see me hear me doing an impression. What did I do? Did I just do a funny accent? I honestly don't know. I don't know at all. No idea. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. You don't know. Um, We're winding down now, Darren. It's nearly the end of the podcast. Winding down? Yeah. Winding It's been another good one. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> you did a good, you did good I like too. It. I like it when we disagree. It's good, isn't it? When we got quite passionate there. I mean, I've been quite passionate on a few episodes lately. But this one... You have. That we came to loggerheads, but it wasn't personal. We kept it friendly. And now look where we are. We're at the end of the Absolutely podcast. Absolutely right. Uh, where can people listen to our podcast, Darren? Where can they listen to it? They can listen to it on Spotify. They can listen to it on Amazon Podcasts. And they can listen to it on Anchor. Yeah, Anchor's the place to go. Anchor's the place to go. Anchor.com forward slash Team Radmap. And bada boom, bada bing. Listen on in. I think that's, that's, good. I think that's going to do it for me this week. Goodbye <laughs> from me and goodbye from Darren. To see him nice. I've ruined it. It was nice to see you, to see you nice. That wasn't an impression that time. That was just my voice. See you later. Cheers. And welcome back to the same episode you were just listening of of Rob and Darren Red Podcast. We forgot to rate the film. And uh, Darren called me up on it. It's like, Rob, we didn't rate the film yet. So uh, we're not done. We go back. I, I'm just, I'm really curious to know how you're going to rate this. Surely it can't be another zero. <laughs> I feel like yours is going to be higher. Do you want to do yours first? Yeah, mine's a three and a half. 3.5. I, I really, really enjoyed it. You're not going to be my friend after this either. <laughs> cool then I will give the film a one. Oh, he's giving it a one he's not giving it a zero well, Dark Tower then I messaged you yesterday when I was watching the film saying so far this film's getting a 0.2 but it's only getting the rest of the 0.8 the opening scene yeah it's getting the rest of the 0.8 because I feel perhaps maybe I've been a bit too harsh on what is just a generic Hollywood blockbuster I bet you'd have liked it if Tom Cruise wasn't involved. If it was produced by Lin-Manuel Miranda and it was a musical... <laughs> it would have been would a have, five. <laughs> it would have been a ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would have been a ten. ten. Can I'm you just imagine? Out of five this week, I'm giving it ten. You haven't seen um, Hamilton, so this doesn't make any sense to you, but can you imagine Hamilton shooting off the, um, off the car park saying, I'm going to sh- give you my shot. I'm going to give you my shot. I'm going to give you my shot. You've all been shot. Yeah. No, I can't picture that, no. Okay, so... Not yeah, One from me and 3.5 <laughs> from you. In the room where it happened. Four room. and a half, on average. How is that the average? No, it's not four and That's a half. That's the no. addition. No, it's not at all, is it? No. <laughs> it's just-
which is why I don't do maths. Okay, let's do the median. One, oh, what's one plus three point five? I've got to leave it in now. <laughs> there's no, there's no way to cut it out. It's, it's got to stay. No. We're gonna do oh, no. one point. Yes. Uh, one plus four point uh, three point five is four point five. Divide that by two is two point two five. Of course, that's so, where I was going. So the average really. score of this film, I've dragged it down for you. I'm sorry, is two point two five. <laughs> and I feel Fine. satisfied because that's in the lower half of the goodness. <laughs> Go listen to our podcast, please. I mean, if you've made it this far, you might as well check out some more. And if you want to get in touch with the show, yeah, why not? You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Team Radmap. Also, why not send us a message? You can be like Matt. You can be a roaming reporter too. All you have to do is send us a voice message to Team Radmap at gmail.com. And now, we really are going. We'll see you next week when we're talking about Kay, the king of comedy starring Robert De Niro. Ciao for now. See you later. Bye.